This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ladies there it and gentlemen, is. There you go. please welcome Detective Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Vegacast. Steve, have you gone outside and took a drag of the smoke yet? I have not. All I don't right. know if I'm in the mood to do that just yet. I hear it's pretty gnarly. Yeah, I got up this morning and I was, I was legit thought something was on fire outside my place. Yeah, because I mean, I woke up, I checked the weather, it says 77 and sunny. I'm like, oh, it's going to be a great day. Yeah. Not so much. Now, we got all these, uh, right, and I and I spoke too soon. We got to like Labor Day and I was like, maybe we got out of fire season okay. Like, no, nope. now it's wrong. Well, that's the thing. Summer started late for us, yep. but it's been dry. Well, when I went and wrestled in Portland a couple weeks ago, driving to Portland, they had some fires, and so it was hazy just going into into Oregon. Right. And now it's kind of reminiscent of that today here in Seattle. Yeah, it's brutal out there. Oh, my chest already hurts. I don't need to not be able to breathe, man. Yeah, I worked out outside like an idiot this morning. Oh, geez. Yeah. I yeah. cut it. I mean, look, I'm not going to lie. I cut it short. Yeah. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, I was like... It's like, my throat really hurts. Yeah, I, I noticed my throat's been scratchy today. Yeah, for sure. I mean, literally, like, if people, if you never lived in the Northwest, like, the fires start on the eastern part of the state, the smoke blows over, but you walk outside today, I mean, it feels like you're just it's smoking insane. a sink. Yeah. And uh, I, 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 did I tell you how I injured my chest at the last uh, SOS show? No. I ran into the post outside. I was getting thrown into the post, and, and my chest hit it instead of my head. All right, which sounds like you'd rather have your chest hit it than your head. But that's I, what I would think. You could protect your head. I didn't know. I didn't think to protect my chest. It was on me, and it just like the the corner. It's almost like the corner of a wall just running into it, and it jabbed right into the chest, like the worst sharp pain, and that just sucked. And then you know I had to still do a whole match and lift, and then the next day I had another match where I caught a guy in a crossbody, landed fully on it. But I felt like I was doing fine until a week goes by. I go and train the next Wednesday. This past weekend into this week, man, when I cough or laugh, it feels like I'm having a heart attack. Oh, you and got I mean, a bruise? No bruise. That's oh, the weird I was like, part. I was hoping you'd show me at least a cool bruise. There was like a little bit of a black and blue, just like, like minor. So I'm like, oh, this is a deep bruise. It's going to show up soon. Never showed up. Doesn't hurt to touch it. Like I could just, no problem. But- when I breathe, like breathing heavy is fine. It's when I laugh and cough or if I like go down to reach something and I have to like kind of bend over fully. Yeah. It like crunches it, I guess. Aye. I don't know. But, you know, and then you try and go to the doctor. It's rare that I go to the doctor, but that's how much it's bothering me, right? Yeah. So I'm like willing to like go against everything that I usually do, which is being stubborn and stupid and be like, I should go get this checked out. Right. So I'm trying to make an appointment to go to the doctor. I call. Of course, it just rings, rings, rings. They say, you know, hit this button if you want us to call you back. I do that. They never call back. So I try calling again. They never call back. Then the part of the message also is, have you thought about just making your appointment online through our MyChart app? All right. I got that. Oh, you're a polyclinic guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I know. I know that app very well. Oh. It is impossible to get somebody on the phone. It's him. Dude. I know. It's, and, it's so hard. And then for some reason, I don't know if they're messing with me. When they do call me back, they always call back at like 2.10. Like right when yes. we start our show. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Or first time I- And then they close by five. So yes. there's no chance. And like, right. It's always a 10, 15 minute phone call. So once the show starts, I can't call them back. Yeah, because you just can't call them back and expect during the commercial break they'll answer. Because yeah. I tried that. That doesn't happen. And at first, for the first time this happened, when they did call back, I didn't know they were going to be calling back from something that's not a, a, a Northwest area code. All right. So it was like, South Carolina is calling. I'm like, well, ignore that. And then it's like, hi, Steve. This is from the Poly Clinic. I'm like, you've got to be freaking kidding. Call him immediately back. Of course, nothing. So I keep doing this. I keep doing this. And I'm like, I, I just want to use you guys. You are my provider. I'd like to use you guys to come get my thing checked out. Finally, I found a place like in... Uh, I was say, just go to like a walk-in clinic. Yeah, that's what I'm doing tomorrow. All like, right, the, there's a uh, somewhere in Puyallup they have like a walk-in clinic where you, first thing in the morning you could check and see what their schedule's like for the whole day and also for the following day. Zoom care? 
Uh, might be. Oh, that's indigo. Like a, indigo or indiglo. Right. I don't know what the hell it is. I've used I've used them before. It was just like something like that. I'm like, I'm just gonna go to the walk-in clinic. I gotta get this checked out. That's dude. I, I finally hit that point where I was like, uh, indigo health. All right. And they're like, allegedly, our insurance covers it. We'll find out. But I, I know get, Zoom cares, right? You just pay your copay. Yeah, I just want to get like potentially. I have to get an X-ray. I just want to make sure it's. I, everything I read on the internet rarely does it tell you things that make you feel a little bit at ease. But everything I read is like a bad chest injury can sometimes last weeks. All right. Uh, so I think that's what it is. It's. But I just want to make sure it's not broken or yeah. no cracks or no nothing. You know, because I'm about to go to Florida. I'm supposed to wrestle the day before. If if it's if if it's even teetering on the edge, I can't do that because I don't want to risk making it worse before I go to Florida. Yeah. So it's just when you want to finally be do the right thing and go to the doctor, they make it so hard for you to go to the damn doctor. Well, and I will say, I like the my chart thing just for like getting your results and this yeah. and that, like that part of it. But sometimes too, it's like I just want to talk to a human and book an appointment. And God forbid, I mean, you go and see you make the the appointment request, you go and check up on it, and you see somebody read it two days ago. Because it shows, like it's, yeah. like it's been seen two days ago at four o'clock p.m. I'm like, so why haven't I heard back? So I write them again. It's been read again. Nobody's calling me back. It's like, all right, time to find myself a new provider. Probably not. Well, not only that, my doctor has a common last name. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just never get connected to his office. Oh, they always so connect me to the doctor with the same last name, and, the, and then eventually, the man or woman they answer the phone, they'll talk to you for like a minute and go. Mr. Smith, how old are you? No. I'm 41. This is geriatric. <laughs> I'm like, I know. I need the other doctor last name. And they're like, oh, yeah, that happens all the time. We'll send you over. But we can't really help you here. I think it's like, Mr. Smith, do you have a vagina? Right. This, is, this is a gynecologist. Right? Like, like we're glad you're seeking help. But we, 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 you're, you're not right for us. You're doing the right thing. Just not with us. Right? Uh, let's, get some, let's get motivated. Yeah. Ted Talks, starring Tex Smith. Generally, Ted Talks are motivational. Uh-oh. Steve, we have a problem. What happened? Well, it has to do with our sponsor, and I'm wearing their shirt today. Smith Family Popcorn. Maybe the last time I wear the shirt. Do we need to strip them of their sponsorships? I don't know, but... I mean, they, 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 they have signed up for an annual deal of zero dollars. Does it seem odd that our sponsor now has their own podcast? What? Mm-hmm. 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 The Smith Family Podcast? I think it's called the the Pop Boys or Corn Boys Pop Podcast. I know I saw that. I was like, all right, Pat and Dan, good for you, but I mean, come on, man. Like they better be pumping our podcast over I'm there on say, theirs. If the Mega Cats is not the official sponsor of their sports segment, <laughs> right. they're off of ours. Right. And we're moving on to Cobbs. Right. Cobbs will show up with product all the yeah, time. Yeah. I don't know if they have a gluten-free, though. It's a problem. Well, I need a vegan one. You tell Cobb to make him a vegan one. A vegan and one. They've got the, and then they get the sponsorship. <laughs> I know. It's not a big deal, but I saw the other day. I was like, oh, good for them. Those Wait son- a minute. <laughs> son of a bitch. You're our sponsor. What are you doing? Right? It's like seeing an AEW ad during WWE programming. Yeah. And then I saw today one of the Barstool guys. He had a huge box of popcorn. The personalized note, something about the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And who was it from? Smith Family Popcorn. What the F? Mm-hmm. Oh. I don't know. I mean, look, I don't know if we make a big deal out of it or what, but yeah. Yeah, we've got some drama. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. And they didn't even call to ask. No. I talked to my cousin Pat, you know, at least a couple times a month. Not even get a blessing. No. No, I've heard about their other business ideas, which I won't reveal here. Yeah. Pat. Yeah, Pat. Mm-hmm. You know you're going to the car business. Smith family cars. cars. Good people. It runs, great transportation. <laughs> Good people. Great transmissions. <laughs> it runs on it runs on popcorn yeah, oil. They, they gotta give you a heads up. I mean, I feel like that would be fair. I mean, I aren't I supposed to be the media one in the family? Yeah, well apparently they don't care. Yeah. And you, screw it. Like Kelly, you and Joe, your husband, you gonna start a podcast? I mean, I know my cousin Tom's ready. Uh, you know, we're gonna start our own popcorn business. You know, maybe we should. Yeah, the mega <laughs> mega pop kernels. I don't know. We should do one of those TikTok things where we just buy microwave popcorn and then put our brand on it and sell it. Like that pizza box one? Yeah. But we legit do it. Right. right. I think that one ended up being fake. But yeah. Like, we legit do it. I love it. I'm in. Let's right. do this. What are you guys buying? Mega corn. Yeah. Mega corn. You have to try our mega kernels. What if we just start selling corn? Yeah. We <laughs> cut them out of this. Well, <laughs> you could eat our corn as corn 
or you could do whatever needs to be done in order for you to make it popcorn. <laughs> right. Elote? Yeah, you could do that with our corn. Yeah. Can you do that with popcorn? We have the freshest corn. <laughs> right? Get it before it becomes tainted and popped. <laughs> Mega corn. Popcorn at its inception. Right? Popcorn to its core! Ah! <laughs> Oh man, I got Ben. I've got a TED talk for you. Uh, hit me, and, and it's all about shooting your shot. All right. I mean, I thought you did that about eleven years ago, but whatever. You know, we've been trying. We started eleven years ago. It finally came to fruition three years ago. Oh no, shoot your shot. I'm just making so, a joke about you and your wife. Oh, I thought you were talking about the other kind of <laughs> no. the baby making shot. How long have you been married? I don't even know. All right. Uh, 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 it's 11, 11 not, coming up on 12 years. Yes. All right, so you shot your shot 13 and a half years ago? Ish. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny how we all have different views of what shooting shots are right now. To me, you say shooting your shot, you're hollering at a chick. Okay, well, in a, in a way, I'm hollering at somebody hoping to get something cool to happen. So, All right. Uh, later on today on the podcast, at the end of it, I, I did an interview with Tony Khan, who's now becoming a regular on the on the Megacast. I get that. This is like his fourth time I think he's been on our podcast. None of them have ten of us showed up for. <laughs> Granted, I record them at seven in the morning. But AEW, big show tonight on Dynamite, Brian Danielson versus John Moxley for the vacated uh, AEW championship, right? Because that was right. one that uh, CM Punk had. So, And then they're coming to Seattle finally on January 4th, which is a Wednesday. And tickets go on sale this Friday. So I was talking to him about that. And we mentioned on the air, and a couple of listeners have been texting me, like, Migs, you got to get on it. You know, they do like their dark show. Because what AEW does is they record a bunch of matches before they go live, and it's mostly enhancement matches. So it's like one of their big stars takes on either a local guy or a student of theirs from like their nightmare factory, wherever it may be. And they have enhancement matches, like a jobber match. I mean, I've seen that like back in the day when I went to a WWE like thing. Yeah, right. Like before the like before Monday Night Raw starts, there's just some ra- random matches. Right. So that that's pretty much what's going to happen. So recently, I wrestled at SOS Pro Wrestling, and Luther, Doctor Luther, who's a wrestler in um, AEW, also behind the scenes, he does like scouting and stuff along those lines and handles stuff. He used to be Taron Daly's trainer back in the day. All right. Oh, yeah, we were talking that? about him last week. Yeah. So he really liked what I did, and he said, "Hey, if we're." If you're ever willing to make it to wherever we are, let me know. I got some extra work I could get you in and potentially a dark match if it all works out. And at the time, I'm like, how am I going to pull this off? I can't just go travel to like somewhere with the hope of maybe getting to be on AEW. For, right. You know, it'd be awesome to be a part of their YouTube show. I know I don't have aspirations and even delusions of thinking I'd be on like their actual show, right? Well, then a week after I talked to them about that, they make the announcement they're coming to town. So this morning, or the, yeah, it was yesterday morning, I did the interview with Tony Khan. I'm like, you know what? Got to bring it up. I got to mention that I talked with All Luther. Right, yeah. I got to shoot my shot. See what happens. And well, this happened. You say you're coming to Seattle, and everyone's like, you got to hit up Tony. They need Steve Miggs in the ring over at Climbing Pledge Arena. I'm like, I thought that was funny. How well, our- let's work on that. I, I had a January 4th dynamite when we shoot Elevation for Dark. You know, that could be something. So maybe Steve. Uh, we'll look to get you in the ring on January 4th. Uh, that sounds like a lot of fun for the fans live in Seattle, and I'd love to check that out I'd, and see what you got. So I'll talk to Luther and check out your tape, man. And all that, which is crazy. That they, awesome. Right. I'll check with Luther. I also love that he calls it a tape, even though we're in the digital world and nobody's like sending. It's just an old school way of being like, here's my VHS tape. Check it sure, out. Sure, yeah, yeah. I thought that was awesome. So I already sent my most recent Well, I mean, match. look, everybody does it in sports, right? Like, I'm watching tape. Like, nobody's Same watching tape. fucking yeah. actual tape. Yeah, or like, hey, can you film this for me? Yeah, yeah my cell phone. Let me put the film in it. Hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's particular, but you're right. But it's funny, because I was already planning on sending video to Luther to watch one of my recent matches to get feedback, because I really enjoy right. talking to him. I'm not like... I even told Tony before that. I'm like, look, I'll go through the proper channels. Like, I don't even know if it'll ever happen. But that was just like, oh, crap. Like... He sounds pretty serious about this. Well, and you got to have an advantage in that fact that, like, you're not just like a wrestling fan that works on the radio that's like, hey, can I do this? Right. You actually wrestle. Right. And you've wrestled real people already. And you can see in his in his head, his gears are spinning like, oh, this is a fun way to sell more tickets. For sure. You know, like, and it, it, and it won't hurt them at all because it's not like they have to put me on their national show. They're just going to put me on their YouTube show, which has a lot of unknown up-and-coming wrestlers where it won't look weird that I'm a part of that. 
Correct. So then, like you mentioned, I had to make it a point to let him know that I've beaten some of the guys on his AEW roster. Yeah, man. And also, I mean, I don't want to make anyone nervous over there, but I mean, I have beaten Dan House and I have beaten Ethan Page. <laughs> so, you know, I'm walking in with a little bit of a... Uh-oh. They, they need to be nervous. Well, it's That's good all I'm to saying. know. I, I, we're look, we're, we, these guys better watch out and you may be taking some jobs. I know you already have a day job, but you could have a night job too, Steve. I am. Be- beat Dan House and then took him for some meatballs over at the at 13 Coins. So I'm, I'm, I'm always available for those kind of the 13 coins part, not actually beating Dan Housen again. But. Well, that's great, man. I would love to have you. That sounds great. Well, I, You've had me on your show many times, so I can't wait to have you come out and, and be at AEW, Steve. Steve Miggs is all elite. He is. At least for one night. Also, those meatballs are delicious. The meatball taster. Bro, they're amazing. I get it every time I go. It's a game changer. It almost makes me want to eat meat again. Almost. <laughs> almost. <laughs> so the full interview will be up at the end of this podcast, but uh, that's just a snippet. I wanted you to hear that. What time do you think they'll tape that? Uh, you know, honestly, on if, if the show goes live at 8 p.m. East Coast, so that means they're going to go live at 5 p.m. with Dynamite. All so right. Now the question is: Do you re- do they record everything else after Dynamite, or do they record some of the stuff before Dynamite? I got to imagine maybe they do some stuff around four thirty. Maybe yeah, because you want to. I would think you want to tape it when there's still there's people in there. Yeah, but if you tape it afterwards, I feel like people will just leave. The nice thing is though, they also do Rampage, which is their Friday night show. So typically, oh, right. what they'll do is I I imagine I I don't know it would be crazy for them to start like two in the afternoon. So I imagine maybe they record a couple matches beforehand just to kind of get like the crowd warmed up. Those are for dark. Have the show. Then maybe either do a couple more dark matches and then do Rampage. And then that Rampage is an hour. So basically you're there until like one in the morning. No, until like midnight probably or something. Or like 11 something. No, actually, I'm sorry. West Coast time. So you're probably there until like like eight or nine. All right. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just trying to decide. I'm like... Man, I'd like to see that. Oh, I'll keep you posted. All right. I, that's the thing. It's like, I... Uh, you said it's a Wednesday? A Wednesday, January 4th. All right. And tickets go on sale this Friday for those that are listening, so just be sure to like, you know, I don't buy... Please don't buy tickets expecting that I'm going to be wrestling. Hope that I'm wrestling, because these things are never guaranteed. <laughs> but man, oh man, if that happened, Ted, that's next level. That'd be freaking awesome. Right? To be able to say I wrestled at Climate Pledge Arena? Yeah. Even if it's a quick, what they call squash match, where... I go in there, I get kicked in the face, boom, finisher, one, two, three, and I'm done. I'll take it. I feel like there's got to be a way to be like, let me get like one thing to get the crowd fired up. I feel like they would do that. But I feel like even, not radio Steve, but even just regular guy, like the job guy in town, like I feel like you got to give him like something before he just gets crushed. Watch, they put me like in a 10-man tag and I don't even get in there. (laughs) Like we saw your stuff. Your gear looks nice, so we'll let you come out wearing it. Yeah, just hang on to the little rope in the corner. Yeah, but when they try and tag you, just miss by a half a beat. Yeah, so this guy's going to run over and knock you off the apron, yeah. and then you just stay there, Steve. Yeah, just, just give it your all. That's your spot. Act like you're hurt. Yeah, until somebody tells you to get the F up. <laughs> the worst part is when you're laying there, and you're like, actually, I'm hurt. Right? <laughs> I crushed my chest again. <laughs> All right, well, I want to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, well, well, we'll talk sports without the help of our official sponsor. I guess we will. Yeah. Ted and Steve need a minute to jump in the shower and crush a beer. The Megacast will be back. Starbucks introduces their secret fair food coffee drinks, like the funnel cake frappuccino, or try the turkey leg latte, the corn dog double espresso, the deep fried Oreo mocha, the dirty carny cold brew. Hey now, come on! Or the tilt a whirl hurl. We all aren't dirty. Starbucks, where you can get all the tastes of the fair in one oversized plastic cup. See you at the drive-through. Ted and Steve have been awkwardly staring at each other for the last two minutes. Shirtless. WTF. The Megacast is back. Might have changed it to D. Ted Smith and All Elite Steve Miggs. <laughs> By the way, speaking of the arena, dude, before we get into sports. Yes. Swedish House Mafia crushed it last week. I didn't even know they were in town. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You told me about it. Yeah. 
I went went last Wednesday. It was freaking awesome. We even talked about all of us going, and I we forgot did. it even happened. That's <laughs> hilarious. Well, Steve and I did, or something. Plus, me and my buddy didn't get that extra ticket, so let's stop bringing it up. That's a good, that's a fair reason to not bring up something. Hey, Steve, gotta come, gotta come. Cool, you got me a ticket. No, <laughs> it was that good though. Like, that's the, awesome, right? Like we, you know, because like you've been to Meltdown with me. We've seen some EDM shows, so I'm like, I gotta go to a real EDM festival. It was it was that cool. Oh wow, lights yeah. were great. Lights were great. There was more pyro in there than I've ever seen inside an arena. And I mean, I've seen Metallica at Key Arena, and. Uh, the sound in there is great. The sound is amazing. Zoo was on first. They were good. Mm-hmm. And then just the setup and like, I don't know, it just was awesome. The stage was massive. They had all this like smoke, like not like smoke like this, but like smoke you'd see Ooh. like rolling through and then they were hitting the pyro. I mean, there was so much pyro. People were like, what is that smell? I'm like, I think it's sulfur. Like oh. there's so much fire. Like, I mean, people were like sweating. It was, I'm telling you, man, it, it was, it was really cool. And of course, great scenery. I was going to say, I would imagine the talent at a EDM show Phenomenal. is on another level. But also, it's Swedish House Mafia, right? So they haven't toured in like eight or ten years. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool to see. Is I was like, man, like I know like me and my buddy would probably be like the older dudes there. There was It was actually a decently mixed crowd. Yeah, because if you're talking about like them being, they've been popular forever. Correct. If they haven't and toured they, in forever, then you got yeah. people in their 30s, maybe even in their 40s. They're like, I've never seen them. Let's make this our night out. Yeah, for sure. Like, I was kind of blown away. I was like, huh, all right. <laughs> like, I don't feel weird looking at that ass. <laughs> right? I'm not the oldest guy here. That's awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, I gotta, we got to get Tony Khan on again. All right. We have to make it happen because we got to pitch. I want to come out. Be like, hey, no, I really appreciate the opportunity. Can I come out to Pyro? <laughs> Can I be the only like enhancement talent to come out to, to Pyro? To come out to Pyro. <laughs> ah, wouldn't that be insane? <laughs> People be like, if you don't know who I am, like, who the hell is this guy? He's in his 40s, and he's got pyro, and he's not even a part of AEW. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you'd have at least 100 people there that would be pumped. I, yes. Between between the wrestling shows you MC or ring announce, the yep. wrestling shows you wrestle in. I feel like there's at least 100 people that will be at Climbing Pledge Arena excited to see me in the ring. <laughs> right. Everyone else will be like, who the F is this guy? Let's go see him, man. What the? Radio? I didn't even know radio still existed. I mean, is it like a podcaster? No, 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 that's a that's the popcorn podcast. No, sorry, no, never mind. <laughs> Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport. <laughs> the thrill of victory. And the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith. Anybody else? Popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? Anybody else? Anyone who's willing to send me some Tuscan joy or Tuscan 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 down here in Tuscan? <laughs> Where you from? I'm from Tuscan, Arizona. I was in uh, yeah, it's over in Italy in Tus. Tuscany. Tuscany. Do you mean Tuscany? Whatever. <laughs> tomato, tomato. Oh, pecan, Steve. pecan. Are you a good news or a bad news person first? Ooh. I, you know, I'm whatever news. I'm going to go. Let's go bad news first. All right. That's how I wrote it down. Good. Sounders. Let's just call it. Yeah. That, that's a wrap. Seahawks. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> They are not getting 12 wins this year. Dude, in all fairness, <laughs> my original gut feeling list of the games, I had them losing that game. So okay, all so right. So you know what? If I, had not, I, I, I made the mistake in getting too caught up in the post-Monday Night Football glow, and I made the change. I'm changing it back. I, I predict that they were going to lose this past weekend, and they did exactly what I said. We're still on track. Okay. For a 12 and 5 season, Ted. All right. I, so don't believe Quandre Diggs when he says. Feeding into all the hype, anyways. I mean, obviously, we're not that good. Shut up, Quandre. You are good. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think we just got to be honest. Like, they're not going to be good this year. I have that faith. was. Did you watch a game Sunday? Of course I did. That was ugly. It was not good. I only saw the second half, but oh. I, I saw the first half highlight. It's just like the dumb penalties. And the, the second half was better than the first half. Right. And Gina, At least it was a 7-7 tie in the second half. Gina, you got to let go of the ball sometimes, man. 
Yeah, and how about like, you know, maybe show a little faith in Gino when you get down to the red zone and not do one of those trick plays right off the get-go? I don't know. Give yeah. him a shot. Right. It also, to me, says, yeah, we're not that confident in the, yeah. the offense overall. I mean, it's tough to score points. Yeah, that was not a good showing. Granted, I mean, San Francisco's a good defense. My heart sank, A, because it sucks to see someone get injured in Trey Lance. But also, it's like, well, crap, now the better quarterback is playing. I'm with you. I think everybody agree that, like, Trey Lance one day might be better. But right now, Garoppolo is just a better quarterback. Right. And he's so much better looking. Garoppolo. He is. He's just a handsome man. And he dates porn stars. I mean, he's doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. I I love it. And, I mean, but you did get a, 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 watching him, like, yeah, he's not much. He's not better than Geno Smith. Like, nothing he's doing is, is anything special. But he's just, the team rallies for him. Yeah. He's a winner. Damn straight he is. <laughs> right, he proved like, it last weekend. Right. And like when you look at his record, like when he's in, San Francisco wins ball games. Yeah, they do. So it's, I mean, it's tough. <laughs> I was just like, all right. Like it's like, again, I keep telling everybody, don't worry. I'm still going to, you know, cheer for the Seahawks. I'll still watch games and stuff, but I also got to be realistic. Like they, they're just not good. Oh, dude, it all changes this weekend. Now they got a good week. They figured out what was wrong. They'll assess the situation. They'll fix it. And we're going to beat the Atlanta Falcons. All right. Now, you're not crazy for that one because Atlanta is arguably the worst team in the league. Yeah, but I mean, they did nearly beat the Rams minus that interception at the end of the game. They probably would have beat the Rams. They did. I just looked at the power rankings this yeah. week and they were the worst team and we were the second or third to worst team. Wow, I would pick us as worse than the Falcons personally if I was in charge of that. But you know what? Hey, good. Hopefully we beat them. <laughs> what if we win? I mean, they have... No, no, no. The Seahawks have a def- decent shot of winning this week, but the Falcons are not good either. And then we're well on our way to 12-5, and five, Ted. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm standing by until I'm technically wrong. Now, the good news for this city. If you're a Coug, you're not going to want to hear it. I gave you guys love last week. Hell of a win over Wisconsin. How about the Huskies taking it to Michigan State? Dude. Michigan we were, State was 11th in the country. And we weren't ranked at the time. Now I think we're ranked 18. Yeah, I think the, I think the Huskies we, are eighteen. So now. you were at the tailgate. Did you go to the game? Negative. I didn't think you did. My wife was like, "Is Ted going in a game?" I'm like, I'll, "I'm going to put all the money in my wallet right now that he does not enter the actual stadium." No, and Maryland was kicking off at the same time. Oh, okay, fair. <laughs> Who's his quarterback? Penix Jr. Michael Penix for the, for the Huskies. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say we have Tug of little brother oh, in okay. Maryland. <laughs> Which that's the only reason I say his last name and Tugavalua. Tugavalua. And everybody's like, how do you how can you know Tua's last name so well? I'm like, his little brother plays for Maryland, so I had to learn it. I couldn't call him Tua's little brother for two years. That's a good point. <laughs> Especially if he goes on to do good things. He puts up numbers. Oh wow. Like I don't like Maryland's gotta play Michigan this week, which is gonna be you know, Michigan hasn't played anybody, but they're fourth in the country. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But like against SMU, that was a tough battle. Terps won. But they're averaging like almost 400 yards of offense every game. Did you see the story about the uh, the Oregon State fans? No, Oregon fans. University of Oregon fans. That were chanting F the Mormons? Yes. And how it bit them in the ass? What, oh, because they, would they get banned? No. Apparently some like hot, hot shot prospect in high school who's considering them, Washington, UW, uh, a couple other colleges... He's supposedly like a really good high school quarterback. Yeah. But he's also, uh, you know, he believes in the Church of Jesus Christ. He's also a Mormon. Things. Yeah, he's a Mormon. And he was at the game Ooh. and left. I and, did not hear that. Yeah. So all these fans are chanting at the Mormons because they were playing, were they playing BYU. BYU, which is another team that he's considering. So he's like, oh, I can watch both of the teams that I'm considering. The fan base is chanting that. Of course, he feels very uncomfortable about that because he's Mormon. So he just hightails out of there. Apparently, like the team's apologizing to him. He's like, it, it, uh, he's like, don't worry, it's not going to impact how I feel about whether or not. But of course, it will. Yeah. All right. So this is always the thing in sports that that I kind of get stuck in. I love chirping people, but I think in the stadium with kids around, like you can't be cursing like that. No. And also make it something kind of. I mean, like if you just want to yell "Go Ducks" or whatever, because there was Michigan State fans all over downtown all yeah. weekend. It's so like my buddy, you know, he's a big Husky, so we were barking at people, but like there was, we weren't just like, F Michigan State. Right, and also like, yeah, I mean, look, whatever your opinion, don't, don't take shots at somebody's religion and start saying F their religion or like, you know, anything, or F someone's ethnicity, you know what I mean? Like, things yeah. that people are very passionate about that define who they are, like, that's kind of messed up. Like it saying, is. screw Brigham Young or whatever it is, like, you know, having fun with that or the name of what, what's the mascot, Brigham Young... 
Oh, they're the Cougars, BYU. Oh, yeah. So F- they're F- Cougars, very athletic. Screw the Cougars. You know, whatever it is. But, man, when you start going down like after religion. Yeah, like, like uh, right? Like, who's the kid, the Jets quarterback? Uh, Zach Wilson? Yeah. I mean, right. You could be like, hey, Zach Wilson sucks, but his mom's hot. Yeah. You're a mom's hot. You're a mom's hot. <laughs> I mean, I kept telling Michigan State people not to shoot themselves in the leg. Because Plaxico Burris, remember he shot himself in the leg and That's he went, one. He went to Michigan cut. State, yeah. right? So yeah. I was like, got him. That's a good one. I yeah. like that one. <laughs> but I'm with you. Like, there's certain lines and you're like, I don't know. Because look, Maryland fans can be obnoxious too. Yeah. And I always say this. At one point, they had shirts that just said F Duke, but they didn't even star out a letter. And I'm like, come on, guys. Like, we got to at least act like we're trying to have some decency. See, let's get creative. Yeah. Yeah. So you're right. F the Mormons. It's like, ah. I know. And I saw that story, and then I saw that there was a quarterback who's now like, yeah, I got to imagine him and his family like, yeah, we're not. I'm not The Hawaiian kid? Oh, crap. I can't remember. Mm. I'm just assuming. Yeah, I'm not positive about that. Because there's a huge, uh, like, uh, Mormon culture there. Yeah, I'm not positive. In Mormon... I think he might be, but I'm not positive. Uh, Mormon recruit says he left BYU Oregon game early because of the F the Mormons chant. Uh, quarterback TC, yeah, Manu Maluena the second. All right, there you go. And he lives in Salem, though. Oh, no kidding. So, All right. But it sounds like maybe, yeah. Maybe Hawaiian Pacific Islander. Damn, dude. I didn't know, the, I didn't know there were so many Mormons in Hawaii, so I watched the special on uh, Manti Teo. That, that, that is a great special. Unreal. Makes you just realize we all owe Manti Teo, some more than others, a massive apology. I know. The problem is I like those shows, but then I feel like an idiot. Because like in our job, we make those jokes all the time. Yeah. I watched the whole thing on Dustin Diamond last night. Screech. Screech? Where's that on? Felt terrible again. Oh, Vice. So okay. it started with Darts, Dark Side of the Ring. Yeah. Now they have Dark Side of Comedy. Oh. And right, or then they had Dark Side of the 90s. Now they have the Dark Side of Comedy. So I just want to depress you all the time now. Yeah, the comedic ones, for some reason, I could deal with better. The, the wrestling, the Dark the Side of the Ring. dark. They are so dark and violent. Yes. Like, the Dark Side of Comedy ones is usually somebody dealing with an internal struggle, and obviously Fair. things don't go great. But the, yeah, the wrestling ones is like, like the, the plain one with the sexual assaults. Oh, they're tragic. And then people killing other, I'm like, I, I can't, that one's so dark. I'm like, I, I can't watch it. I love that they stopped doing them. And now they're doing tales from the territories. I think so that they can have some lighter side of of because I'm now not everything was doom and gloom back in the day. You know, there's some fun stories. So I think they wanted to be able to like be like, look, we could share some dark stuff, but let's also lighten the room up a little bit with some of the fun stories that happened in the territories back in the day. Right. Like I only ever heard the name Bruiser Brody because of your band. Yeah. When I watched that one, oh. I was like, oh my god. Yeah. He got stabbed in a locker room and right? got left to die. Jesus. I mean, it's awful. All because of like stupid political BS in the wrestling world. Yeah. It happened in Puerto Rico. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm saying, but yeah, but same thing. I watched that show last night on Dustin Diamond. I was like, yep, yep, yep. Feel bad about some of those jokes now. Same with Manti yeah. Teo. But Manti Teo is such a dude about it in the end he's like i forgive the guy that catfished me i forgive everybody he's like i just gotta forgive myself and mentally get straight i'm just like wow and you know what's so to weird have to that to say that i'm like i i don't know that i could do that and when you were just talking about the to his brother little brother and how you can pronounce his last name right Tugavalua, yeah Tugavalua. that's like with with the special i was like oh yeah to yasa sopo and i only know i could pronounce that because the, they had some stud quarterbacks and also a baseball player in seattle like they're, yeah, they're a northwest family that's yeah. been like i did not know that this all stemmed from a catfishing situation with one of the kids in the Tuyasasopo family. It's crazy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That man Titeo one. I was like, wow. Yeah. It also shows you how much, like, it's easier, I think, when you watch combat sports to see if somebody's mentally not there because mm-hmm. they can get hurt real quick. But even in football. Yeah. I mean, he was dominant, but like, like he was saying, he's like, I stopped playing off instinct and I just kept thinking, don't screw up, don't screw up. And it's like, right. They, like, ruined his career. And talk about effing with his head. Like, hey, it's me. I'm not dead after all. Like, the entire fake story of this, this girlfriend dying, and then she calls him one day to say, hey, I'm not dead. And the whole time, it's also just this, this, this Teyasa Sopo person. Like, the entire story is just bonkers. Yeah. And then that, I mean, that's And the then one. when people got on him, like, when he's at the Heisman, and he knows that it's going, like, it's weird, but, like, I, I agree with him. Like, what's he supposed to say? Yeah. Is that the moment on that Saturday night in December? Yeah, I was watching. 
Mm-hmm. Countless millions are watching that. Now he's supposed to go, uh, I don't know if she's actually dead. Like, he can't say that there. So he right. just told the story the way he knew it. I mean, what a mind F. Yeah. And like now looking back on it, like at the time we're all like, how could he even fall in love? It's like, actually, it doesn't seem like when you watch this documentary, like I'm I'm playing football. My world is football. I'm never going to see the person. A long distance relationship didn't seem all that crazy, especially since he wanted to be with somebody that felt like that was in tune with his culture. It was like, I'm not meeting that person at Notre Dame, right? Was it Notre Dame? Yeah, he played in Notre Dame. Yeah, so he's like, I met somebody online that fit into that world. Of course I was going to fall for them because I'm, 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 I'm homesick and this person's saying all the right things. I mean, it's also shocking to me, and I get it. Like, I grew up Catholic, went to Catholic school. But to just have that faith based when it's like, uh, you know what? I'm not going to SC because the one guy says, I thought you'd do something different. He's like, that was God calling me to Notre Dame. I'm like, yeah. that was the other shocking thing. I'm like, bro, I, you should have gone to SC. Yeah. You're playing with Pete Carroll. But that story, it makes you feel so bad for the dude. Like, I hate on Notre Dame football all the time. Like their basketball team. Mike Brace, the math guy. But like, it made me almost care about Notre Dame football. Yeah. Yeah, I felt really bad for him after watching that. Remember that they had the bobbleheads that didn't have bobbleheads in the box? Yeah, I mean, Man right. Taito's girlfriend. And like, and you people, just put your arm around. I mean, like I'm saying, I've Man done Taito-ing. it. Yeah. Yeah, everyone's been good. The fact that he is able to have a decent head on his shoulder after all that is, is it, I mean, that guy is, it's a testament just to his, 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 his mental state. Like, the, the, the willpower that he had. I mean, I, I couldn't imagine being the laughing stock of the entire world being clowned on all the time and be able to like come out of it not having like a massive like drug addiction or something crazy. Right. So real quick, I felt yeah. bad for Notre Dame, but I still laugh when they lost to Marshall this year. Uh, yeah, well, it's funny because I was talking to somebody too and they were like, and I get where this person was coming from, but I was, I was like, yeah, and then the whole world and they were like, well, why does it matter if people think he's gay? And I go, well, look, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with being gay, but I'm just saying, like, he he wasn't, though. Right. And then the whole world is saying that, and they were like, whoa, I don't understand. Like, and I was like, I, look, I get where you're coming from. It, the, he's not saying anything, but, like, he wasn't. Right. And then to have to say you're not all the time, like, that's a tough spot for that dude to be in. And people are like, oh, he's just denying it. Correct. And also, and like, not that like nobody's sense. making fun of gay people at all. No. It's just like, but he's not. And then the whole country, late night shows, everybody is mm-hmm. like, is talking, saying and that. At that time, not that it was right, but being, that was more used as like a punchline at somebody. Correct. And I mean, obviously, it's, I'm happy that in 2022, we're not, we don't have that. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people don't have that mindset and don't tolerate those kind of jokes. But at the time, that was the thing that people joked about. And then on top of it, no one's like, no one's like, oh, we're just joking with you. Everyone's like, no, 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 we really do think you're gay. It would be no different if a gay person would constantly be like, oh, no, I know you're straight. You're just saying that you're gay. It, it, it gets frustrating. Like, dude, Correct. Nobody how many should... times do I have to tell you I'm not whatever it is? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel yeah. bad for anybody that has to argue about their sexuality. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's un, that would be unnerving. <laughs> F all of you. Yeah. I'm with I you. I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know. I, I'm with you. I wouldn't have handled it as well as he did. No, and especially if I was in a documentary where everything finally came out and, and I was proven to not be in the wrong at all, my part of the documentary would be like, did I say F everybody? Because if not, I want to say it. And then five minutes later, did I mention to go F yourself, everybody? Because that would yeah. be my mindset. Like, you all were a bunch of a-holes to me. Every one of you. Yeah. You all suck and you all kiss my ass. I'm Manti Teo. Teo? Yeah, Teo this. Teo this. I don't care. I'll be over in Tuscan, Italy. Yes. Tail these nuts. Italia. That's right. <laughs> kiss these pecans. I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't kiss these pecans. I don't know, but I want to use that one night to hammer it to somebody. Kiss you know what? Kiss these pecans. <laughs> pecans. What? You know what I'm saying, you. Well, whatever you call it. Kiss them. Kiss them. <laughs> All right, we got to get out of here. I yeah. know you're late. Uh, we'll take a quick break. Uh, Ted doesn't have time to sit in the room with me. I don't. All right, well, I'll just do the interview without you. That Clearly, we just predicted that he was going to say stuff about me potentially wrestling an AEW. You should ask him about that, dude. You know what? And I'll even like have him say the exact same thing that he said in that clip that we played earlier. <laughs> Foreshadowing. All right, when we get back, uh, my chat with uh, Tony Khan. Just a quick thing. Nobody told me not to bring up CM Punk, but I didn't. Because right. it's obviously a lot of drama with that. I didn't feel like, what is he going to say? I'm not the type of right. interviewer that's looking for a clickbait headline. And also, selfishly, I'm hoping I'd get booked. So, you know, saying those things is, no, in all seriousness, like, I was like, I thought about it. I'm like, I'm sure if I tactfully ask it, he'd have no problem. We even tactfully, like, I kind of allude to it a little bit. 
All right. Just because they had to make adjustments and change the show around these last few weeks, and I think they've done a phenomenal job. But I was like, it really serves no purpose trying to grill him about something that I know he's not going to feel comfortable about asking. I have 10 minutes with the dude, and I really like Tony Khan. Every time I've talked to him, he's been super cool. I didn't feel like bringing up something that really I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get any juice from. Correct. So what's the point? You're just going to get an awkward answer and a statement like, right. Right. No, tell me. No, tell me. Come on, Tony. We're friends now, right? No. It's not happening. All right. Ted, next week, hopefully I know if my chest is okay. <laughs> get into that clinic, dude. I got, I'm scheduled tomorrow. All right. I'm there tomorrow. I already got my appointment. I've done the, the responsible thing, which I never do. <laughs> so I just got to last 24 hours. Are we back next week? Why not? All right. I don't know. You're going to Florida at some point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Let me look. Oh, man. What is, uh, I think I got, I don't think we leave until. You got time. Yeah. Yeah. Next week we're on. The following week we're not. All right. Cool. All right. As always, it's been a blast. Yeah, man. We come back with Tony Khan from AEW. I don't know why I did it like that. Tony, hey man, how's it going? Good to have you back hey, on the show. Let's go. Hey, Steve. Dude, let's go hey, is Steve. absolutely right, man. I am fired up. I am fired up. Steve, did you start? Do we start? Are we on? Yeah, we're going. Are you gonna I cannot wait for tomorrow night. We got one of our biggest shows we've ever done, AEW Grand Slam on TBS. Out there in Seattle, it's on eight PM Pacific yep. on TBS, but if you can get the live feed on TBS East, the East Coast, you could watch their version. It's on at 5 p.m. Pacific. But either way, if you watch AEW Dynamite tomorrow, you are going to see some of the best pro wrestling, including some of Seattle's best pro wrestlers. We've got across this great card on Wednesday Night Dynamite, of course, the American Dragon, Brian Danielson from around the area. He's a Washington native. And you've got Brian Danielson challenging John Moxley, for the AEW World Championship and the final of the Tournament of Champions, that is a dream match for us on Dynamite. And also, I know, a dream match for a lot of fans out there in Washington. Oh, dude, I, when, when I would, it started looking like that was where things were going with the two of them going head-to-head for the championship. I mean, I, I, you know, sometimes like I think curveballs are thrown in life and like you make adjustments, and man, oh, man, this is one that I was just like, I knew we wanted this at some point, and I can't believe we're getting it tomorrow. It's such a huge show tomorrow night on TBS. And in addition to having that huge world championship fight, another great champion from around the area, world tag team champion, Swerve Strickland, and his partner Keith Lee defend the world tag team championship against AEW's homegrown stars, winning his tag team ever in AEW, going up against our biggest free agents. It's going to be a big match when Swerve and our glory fight the acclaimed for the World Tag Team Championship tomorrow on TBS. That is a match that, I mean, after what happened over in All Out, the, that match was just so incredible. And I mean, you had to be smiling from ear to ear to see a, a team that you helped create with the acclaimed. I mean, that was an idea that you had and you you took two guys that were very talented, but maybe a lot of people didn't know about with Anthony Bowens and, and, and Max Castor, put them together. And then to see, I mean, that reaction was just like, it, I mean, I got goosebumps just saying it right now. Like it was just on another level. And now we get to have this rematch that I think it's just going to take it. I mean, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee are, are phenomenal, and Swerve I've known forever, and he never disappoints. And obviously him and Keith Lee have just been incredible. I can't even imagine what that match is going to be like, especially with the East Coast crowd. You know, I mean, with the acclaim being, you know, especially Max Castor being an East Coast guy. And, and that's going to just be nuts. Yeah, it's going to be a great night of wrestling, and that will be one of the real highlights. And I can't wait to see how the crowd reacts for Keith and Swerve versus the Acclaimed. Should be, it should be a great one. So you've known Swerve a long time out there? Yeah, dude. I, I mean, I used to have him, when I used to do a podcast, he came out for Defy a lot. And like when he first, like Def- I do a lot of stuff with Defy Wrestling. And so to see where he's gone, like I'm, I've, I'm, I've never been more proud of a guy. He's just, he's such an incredible dude. And just seeing what he's doing with AEW, it's just, it brings, it just brings me a lot of happiness. I'm really happy for Swerve, too, and really excited for that great match. I think it's going to be a great one. And uh, I, I think there's just so much great wrestling up and down the card on TBS tomorrow night. And if you're a wrestling fan, you just cannot miss AEW Grand Slam this week. And if you are not a wrestling fan, 
I think you should still check it out because we've made a lot of new fans, and I promise it's a lot of fun. It, if you've not watched AEW before, it's probably not like other wrestling you've watched, too. And if you give it a chance, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, Dynamite, TBS, it's a great show, and I think people are really going to enjoy it. Well, it's what I love about wrestling, and I know we've talked about it before, but I love just saying it, is that you know if you're a fan of the serious, hard-hitting style, AEW's got that for you. If, if you're a fan of comedic moments, AEW's got that. If you're a fan of great stories, AEW's... It's, that's what, uh, and to me, is what makes wrestling great, is that it's just not one type of wrestling for two hours. It's, it, it hits on all things that... I, uh, growing up, being a wrestling fan, have always enjoyed. Like, I've never been a fan of just one style of wrestling. I've always enjoyed different styles, and that, to me, is what what makes AEW great. Absolutely, and I think, really, the show tomorrow night on TBS will emphasize that and illustrate that, because even looking at the card, you might get that sense that these are five amazing matches that are all very different from each other. Different styles, different fights, different championships, but one common theme, they're all going to be great matches, and Mm -hmm. they're all big championship fights tomorrow night on Wednesday Night Dynamite on TBS. And the Grand Slam, all title fights. And we talked a lot about the Northwest. Uh, and, and dude, thank you finally for announcing that there's a Seattle show. So Because every time I say I'm going to have Tony Khan on, it's always the texts are coming in. It's like, ask him when he's coming to Seattle. I'm like, you know, I'm sure he's not going to just tell me. Like it's when when it, when the time is right, it's going to happen. And and last week we found out January fourth, you guys are going to be here. Tickets go on sale this Friday at Climate Pledge Arena. Could not be more excited. That is a very special date as well. We are going to be celebrating one year on TBS, so it's our anniversary show. It's a big deal, and not only is it our one year anniversary on TBS, but it's a very special date in pro wrestling. A lot will be going on in January fourth. For AEW to be in Seattle, I'm so excited for that. And, uh, you know, it's very fitting that we come to that amazing city, amazing city for pro wrestling. And honestly, I just love Seattle so much. I think it's an amazing city. I love coming there for football. Excited to come there now for wrestling, to go to a UW game on Saturday for scouting. You know, as I I do a good amount of scouting for the Jaguars, it's one one of my favorite scouting trips in the business. And I can't wait to bring AEW Pro Wrestling to Seattle. It's going to be awesome, man. Well, and, and UW's looking pretty darn good so far, so that's going to be a fun game to be at. Yeah, I love coming out. I love coming out and scouting the UW. But, you know, we'll see uh, how the year goes, but uh, they're, they're one of my favorite teams to follow year in, year out, and always one of my favorite scouting trips. So maybe I'll see you guys out there this year. And uh, can't wait later at the start of next year to bring out AEW on January 4th. But if you want to see a sample of what's coming to Seattle live January 4th, Check out the show on TBS tomorrow night. It's going to be another one of our very best shows. The company's only going to keep getting better and better, and I can't wait to see you in Seattle, man. Oh, dude, it's funny you say that. I, so I, real quick, because I mentioned that there, guys are finally coming to Seattle. Then the techs have just become, I've never told you this, but I wrestle independently here. And I recently wrestled on a show with uh, Luther, and it was here in town. And he pulled me aside and said, hey, man. If you're ever around where AW is, hit me up. We, I'll put in a good word about extra, possibly dark stuff. And I'm like, I don't know when I'm ever going to be around, but now I'm trying to, like, my gears are spinning. And then the next week, you say you're coming to Seattle, and everyone's like, you got to hit up Tony. They need Steve Miggs in the ring over at Climate Pledge Arena. And I'm like, I thought that was funny. How well, our- Let's work on that. I, I, I had a January 4th Dynamite when we shoot Elevation for Dark. You know, that could be something. So maybe Steve uh, will look to get you in the ring on January 4th. Uh, that sounds like a lot of fun for the fans live in Seattle, and I'd love to check that out and, and see what you got. So I'll talk to Luther and check out your tape, man. And also, I mean, I don't want to make anyone nervous over there, but I mean, I have beaten Dan House and I have beaten Ethan Page. So, you know, I'm walking in with a little bit of a... Uh-oh. They, they need to be nervous. Well, it's That's good all I'm to saying. know. I, I, we're, we, these guys better watch out, and you may be taking some jobs. I know you already have a day job, but you could have a night job too, Steve. I uh, beat Dan House and then took him for some meatballs over at the at 13 Coins. So I'm, I'm, I'm always available for those kind of the 13 Coins part, not actually beating Dan House again. But. Well, that's great, man. I would love to have you. That sounds great. Well, I, You've had me on your show many times, so I can't wait to have you come out and and be at AEW, Steve. Regardless, I'm going to be there. I, whether it be sitting in the stands or, or sitting in the catering, I, I will be there and I cannot wait. I'm, I'm excited just to see how the Seattle fan base 
loses their mind when finally because it's just been like a groundswell. People have been wanting AEW to come to the Northwest, and like you said, this this Wednesday tomorrow we're going to get to see a taste of one of Seattle's finest, Brian Danielson, potentially mm-hmm. taking the title and becoming an AEW champion for the first time in his career, which would be a pretty special moment. Or we get John Moxley, third time champ. I mean, either way, we're walking away happy. Yeah, it's going to be great. Wednesday, the Tournament of Champions final, Danielson versus Moxley. Don't miss it tomorrow night on TBS. Plus, on Friday, another one of Seattle's great wrestling stars, one of the most exciting young stars in all of pro wrestling, Darby Allen on Friday night on Rampage Grand Slam, teaming up with possibly the greatest pro wrestler of all time, Sting, Yes, to go against the House of Blacks, Brody King and Buddy Matthews, I think that's going to be a really great match on Friday. So, you know, not only Wednesday on TBS, not only tomorrow on TBS, but also Friday night on TNT, great wrestling all week from AEW, including a lot of the best wrestling stars from up there in Washington. I can't wait for that one as well. My man, I know you got to run. you got more interviews to do, but Tony, it's always a pleasure getting to chat with you, and whenever you want to get the good word out about AEW, you know I'm here to bang that drum. So uh, I appreciate you taking some time out with us. Well, I appreciate you, Steve. Thanks for having me on the show, and I appreciate all the great wrestling fans in Seattle and around Washington, and hopefully you'll get a chance to check out the show tomorrow night, Wednesday Night Dynamite, Grand Slam on TBS. And then Friday night also have a big rampage show on TNT and it's all building to Steve showing up when AEW debuts in Seattle in January. So check out AEW this week and uh, Steve, you'll be scouting opponents. I know. Oh, you know it. (laughs) Tony, I'm ready for it. Let's, let's go. It's going to be awesome. Fired up for tomorrow. Fired up for Seattle in January. Uh, Looking forward to seeing you, my friend. Thank you, Steve. I'm excited too. Thanks buddy. Take care. There you go. Tony Khan confirmed it. Steve Miggs is all elite. For one night in Seattle, possibly no guarantees, but I'll take it. I, honestly, I'll, I'll go through all the proper channels, but I had to throw that out there because I've been getting a lot of texts and messages from people when they heard that I was going to chat with Tony Khan, who's always great uh, and just fired up and excited for AEW as he should be tonight. It's going to be a great one with Dynamite, so you could check that out on TBS and then Friday, like you mentioned on TNT. John Moxley versus Brian Danielson, the Acclaim versus Swerve in Our Glory, Darby Allen teaming up with Sting once again. The Northwest is showing up strong on AEW and only stronger come January 4th. Again, tickets go on sale. Climate Pledge Arena this Friday. Tickets go on sale for the show that's happening on January 4th. All right, that's Tony Khan on the Megacast. You can always tweet at him. Let him know how excited you are to see Steve Miggs in a ring at All Elite Wrestling at Tony Khan. And you can follow us on Twitter at the Megacast.